Welcome to the Nunia Business Podcast, episode 18, why we didn't get BTS tickets and why you didn't either, with your hosts, Becca and Megan. Do you hear the sound of running water? Well, that's our tears, because despite planning for weeks, recruiting a football team of supporters, and logging in 16 hours early, we did not manage to get BTS tickets. But you know what? Neither did anyone else. So today we dig deep. We expose the reality of ticket buying and interview inside sources to reveal why none of us got tickets. Spoiler, you're going to be angry. Also, we give you suggestions on ways to get over your grief and give you reasons why securing tickets isn't completely J-hopeless. So buckle up. Today is full of twists and turns, highs and lows, and we guarantee we'll be a roller coaster of emotions. Also, very sincerely, Megan and I are sending you all the love that we have. Please stay optimistic, keep looking, and we know that you'll get your well-deserved spot at that concert. That's what you're in for today on Noonia Business. Hi, Megan. Hey, Becca. How are you? I'm okay. Wait. How are you? <sighs> not not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. We, we've had a couple days mm-hmm. to deal with our feelings. Yes. But we did not get BTS tickets on Monday. Is that when it happened? Monday. It seems like a year ago. It's We've been through several lifetimes since monday at 4 p.m central time yes uh we were pretty sad and maybe like i was almost embarrassed at how sad i was i told becca and since we're all friends here and fans we're all friends here you guys have been there i felt like i had been dumped i felt like i had been dumped by somebody i loved which if you've ever been dumped it's really depressing. It's not a great feeling. No. And I I think it was partially because, I don't know. Well, we talked about this one really big thing where it felt like something we loved became something that made us sad. So like something that used to be comforting became a thing that like... Brings immense yeah. sadness. So instead of watching BTS videos when I was upset about other things in my life, I was upset about not getting BTS tickets. So watching BTS videos made it feel worse. Yeah. Okay. Again, you said we're friends. Yes. Because I try, I'm still trying to be optimistic. Yeah. And we're thinking not, we're going to be fine. We're not giving up. Something good will happen. I, I just feel it. I feel yes. like we will be at a show. We'll find a way. For sure one show. Right. Maybe two. Hopefully at least one. We're going to keep trying. So I, I'm not good at expressing myself. I'm better with you. Yeah. You're cracking the shell slowly. Oh, this is but the best since, thing anyone ever said to me. <laughs> since we're all friends, it seriously, this is going to sound so dramatic. But it felt, I felt very similar to when we had to put my cat down in high school. And it was like the family pet that I loved forever. Mm-hmm. That if I had a bad, like the, the, the cat slept with me at night. And if I was sick, he always cuddled with me. And like my, my go-to comfort item. And then it was like going to the vet to put the cat down and petting the cat. And you're watching this thing you love just slip through your fingers. You you went in while they put it down. You're the strongest person I've ever I met. I didn't want him to be alone. Oh, Becca, I make someone else do it. Oh, no, I didn't want him to be alone. You are an angel. And so that's kind of how I felt, where it's yeah. like, okay, I know they're going to go fast. I was on Twitter. I was on Facebook. Um, we got viewer, or viewer, listener emails 
after the fiasco Saturday where people didn't get tickets. Right. And we were pretty freaked out after we saw Saturday how, how, I mean, like huge fan accounts that I follow on Twitter, on Tumblr, on Instagram, like none of them got tickets. None of them got tickets. And so I was prepping myself for, okay, this is going to be difficult. And we'll go into this in a minute, but we had a system. We had people helping us. We had had multiple devices. We We had planned this with the efficiency of a general sending troops into battle. This, okay, I am leaving for a Disney World vacation in two days. I put more thought into planning how we were going to get BTS tickets than I put into this whole vacation. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I feel like we, I've never planned for anything the way we, which also was stressful, but I felt so ready mm-hmm. because we went over the game plan so many times. So many times. And again, what are we talking about? This is crazy, except for like, this is the thing we have to look forward to all year. Again, if you're a fan of anybody, a big fan of anybody, this is being a fan. Mm-hmm. You, This is like the holy grail of fandom is to get to see your faves live. And I think in our case, it's even more unique because the people we're talking about do not live here. Not even, it's not like they're from Mexico or Canada or South America. An adjacent country. 100, like literally 180 degrees away from us. Like we could not be farther away from them in any stretch of the imagination. It's honestly, again, a modern miracle that we even have access to this music. Yes. So... We put a lot of hope into this. I even wore my shirt that says J-Hope. She did. Megan sent me a picture. Can I post it? Yes. Megan sent me a picture at work, from her work, and she said, I'm wearing my J-Hope shirt for good luck today, and she looked so gosh darn adorable. No, it was a big (laughs) J-Nope. By the end of the day, we were so sad. I, the only song that I listened to that day, I I couldn't listen to music, period. Yeah. Not just K-pop. Any music at all. Mm-mm. The only song I listened to because I thought like this might be kind of funny is I listened to Lie, <laughs> and <laughs> and I'm gonna be honest, it just made me more depressed. I thought I could laugh at it because I thought I knew myself pretty well, and I I could not I could not do it. So I told Becca I also had to cope musically, and I wrote, I'm gonna tell you how I did it. Okay. So similarly, Silence the first day. So like Monday night. I didn't listen to anything. I couldn't watch videos. Also, I woke up on Tuesday not realizing there was no run BTS this week and almost had a meltdown because it was like, what are you guys doing to me? You've left me. You've abandoned me. You've dumped me. Like, I'm not, you don't care about me anymore. And I'm furious. So then I just listened to the song Love Is Not Over on repeat Mm -hmm. because that was depressing because like, I was like, yes, it is. It's over. Also, I happened to listen to that song, uh, blanket kick or embarrassed where they say only you and Mm -hmm. I was just like you don't mean that (laughs) but then I'm not kidding you the only thing I could listen to for the rest of the week was hope world but just the angry songs not the happy half the first half just the angry second half because I felt like it comforted me it was where I lived emotionally at the moment but I didn't feel like I could go full Augusty because it would like take me to too deep and dark place. That's funny because yesterday I listened to Augusty. I was not I'm not ready. That's all I could do. I'm not ready to I've do I've yet it. to listen to another song. Lie was the Lie. Monday <laughs> and Augusty was yesterday. And today is Wednesday and I'm not prepared. I still today I can't listen to anything. Yeah, I switched to uh some random CD from my car that doesn't have any K-pop. I switched it. to listening to our last podcast where we were writing letters to our, ourselves mm-hmm. as if we had gotten tickets and letters to ourselves as if we hadn't. And I said, I feel like this is great because if we don't get tickets, this will make me laugh while I cry. 
it's I'm completely devoid of all emotion. Yeah. There's no laughing We're or dead crying. Inside. It's just yeah. there's nothing there. We again, if you're listening to this and you think we sound crazy, that's fine. Mm-hmm. We probably do. But give us a break cuz now all we have to look forward to is like our careers and our personal lives and frankly, I don't want to think about those. <laughs> I have I have literally was putting this on the map. This was going to get me through six months to have something to look forward to. And I, I don't have it now. Got nothing. Nothing. Got nothing. And now we're in this awkward place of we still want to get together. Yes. We still want to go to Chicago. But do we make our friends fly in from Boston? Yeah. I feel like. Do we make Jeff take time off work? No. Like it's like what, what do we even do here? Yeah. Give us a week to mourn. It's just going to be me and Becca. It's just going to be me and you. <laughs> staring out at the lake. We'll have, well, you know what we should do? We should make a giant sign. It'll be beautiful, I promise, that just says we need tickets. And we'll just walk the streets of Chicago and people will be like, what do you need tickets for? We'll be like, you should know. How could you even ask us that? How dare you? That's so mean. (laughs) Um, But we are still going to try. We're not giving up. No, we're we're not. We're going to keep looking. We're going to hope that something, sometimes things work out. And, you know what? This isn't a comfort. In fact, it's something that's made us increasingly angry over the few, last few days. But in a way, it's gratifying to know that we are not experiencing this alone by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. There are thousands of people who thousands. are this upset because something went terribly wrong. We are going to get into that. Um, old investigative journalist Rebecca Armstrong. Re- okay. Becca has basically blown my mind like... She's deep-throated this whole thing. I did. <laughs> Guys, I'm, fu- I'm furious. I have called Ticketmaster. I have called the United Center. Mm-hmm. I have spoken to a representative at SeatGeek. I also got a ticket broker on the phone this morning. <gasps> I'm fu- Like, keep listening to this podcast because we're going to play a game to laugh a little bit. Because we need a little relief. And then we will dig into this. And you will be so furious I'm with not the details you. that we've uncovered. You will be furious. We we've we said we've been kind of up and down emotionally. And last night I was in kind of like, a, I'm sad, but I can deal with it place. And then Becca was giving me some of the statistics that she's found out. And I went zero to 60, like furious immediately. So, I mean, it's, it's stuff that's important to know because it does explain what happened. It does explain why we're in this situation right now. And and Beck and I are the kind of people that need answers. We can't just accept like, well, it just didn't work out for you. Yeah. Well, sorry, you logged in at 11.59 the day before tickets went on sale. Yeah. To be in that waiting line, like waiting room queue. Mm-hmm. And you still got zero options for tickets. That's not an excuse, Ticketmaster. No, it just feels like there's no... this. This doesn't make sense. We've never experienced anything like this before. And we, between us, have probably been to 100 concerts. Many. Oh, oh yeah. I for sure, I know in my lifetime I've been to over 150. Okay. So So. between (laughs) us, we've been to like 155 concerts. (laughs) Okay. So let's play a game. I'm ready. We need to. We need to. Yeah. Well, it's still going to be moody and depressing because that's the mood we're in This is our emo episode, guys. (laughs) Just let us have this. So we are going to do If BTS... Couldn't get BTS tickets. <laughs> so how the members would react mm-hmm. to being big fans of themselves. Which I'm sure they are, because they're great. But not being able to get to their own show. Right. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I hope so. All right. Top to bottom, let's go. Jin. Oops, I got to find my notes. <laughs> so as with everything I say for Jin, I just wrote lots of screaming. <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to direct you back to that let's or eat gin episode uh where he and Jungkook 
confuse RM because it's Jin is like scream crying. Yes. I imagine it's that, but real. And he's still eating. He's eating while it's happening. <laughs> That's my gin. I have something very similar. Okay. I have, he laugh cries for days. So he either, <laughs> <laughs> you can't tell if he's laughing so hard he's crying that's or if he's crying so hard he's laughing that's one of the best mental images i think i've ever you know had. what i mean it's yes. the windshield wiper laugh but with streaming tears and you just can't tell like he's keeping it together but barely and you're it's, just oh not sure what to do for have him. you seen that run bts where they're playing like arcade games they play air hockey in the air it's like that where he's laughing but he's crying yes (laughs) that is what i'm picturing in my head that's so i forgot the minute detail that you just said though of he would definitely be eating oh yeah he's oh there's always food in the picture like double fisting candy bars or something (laughs) ice cream sandwiches yes oh that's perfect (laughs) all right sugar i have that he just like ghosts everybody for like 48 hours like he can't he doesn't want to talk about it he doesn't want to do anything like he literally just disappears for 48 hours i love that mental image i had something very different (laughs) i had sugar wouldn't even know that he didn't get tickets because he probably napped through the whole process to order them (laughs) just gets over it so therefore he's fine with not getting tickets because he's like well i didn't work for that anyway yeah but he feels so bad that all of his friends are crying over not getting tickets that he low-key discreetly buys them crazy expensive tickets and then, like, slips it to them under a table. I was going to say hands him a bottle of water. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't even want to go. Right. He's actually quite excited he doesn't get tickets because he didn't want to be social to begin with. Right. But he really wants his he friends wants everyone to be happy. Else. That's but discreetly. Man, that's perfect. I love our That answers. gets right to the essence of sugar. It does. All right. J-Hope. This is the one I had the most trouble with. I think he would try to look on the bright side. Mm -hmm. Again, my initial reaction is lots of screaming. (laughs) But then I think he would try to be like, well, think of it this way. We saved a bunch of money. We can do something else. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, go on a trip. He's trying super hard to be the positive one. And everybody else is like, just let me be sad. (laughs) I have very similar we are becoming the same person i know these these games are just not gonna work anymore we i have that he funnels his fury into kind acts for those who are sad that's beautiful so like a like a nervous hey we should go for a run or let's go to practice or you guys want to write a ice cream yeah let's go do something happy and everybody's just like no like what are you doing we need a (laughs) j-hope we need if there's a j-hope out there we don't have one megan and becca we need our own version of j-hope we need a hype man All right, RM. I just have that he like never accept. He just never can believe it. He's just constantly just like, I can't believe it. I can't believe this happened. Why did this happen? It doesn't make sense. I have that he wouldn't care. And I say that because I think he would be, he would do the research I just did and Mm. be so outraged at the ticketing industry Mm -hmm. that he would no longer care. He didn't get tickets. He would be outraged at the injustice of the situation. He would become like a crusader to change ticketing policies. I feel like he would write an entire dissertation on what's wrong with the ticketing industry and how it's a downfall for the musical acts out there. And then he would come up with his own system and like lobby it to Congress. And I feel like he would just take off with it. Honestly, RM, buddy, if you could do that for real, (laughs) that'd be great. Mm Because we don't have any power or time. I know you're busy. (laughs) Is he busy? I feel like he's pretty busy. 
I feel like they're busy finding matching denim outfits. It's that's the thing lately. Yeah. All right, uh, Jimin. I have that he would just obsessively search for for he like he wouldn't give up. He would basically be like, "No's not an option. I'm finding them." Mm -hmm. I have that he would just hug everyone. Yeah. He would stay up all night comforting everyone. He would distribute Kleenexes. He would cook comfort food. Hot tea. It would just be hugs, 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 hugs. And then once everybody had settled down and kind of started to accept it, he would go home, down a bottle of wine, (laughs) curl into a ball, and cry himself to sleep, and nobody would ever know that Jimin was sad about it. Who was there to hug Jimin? Who was there to hug Jimin? That's the eternal question. That's the question of the day. All right, V. I have that he's sad, but just kind of gives up. <laughs> like, honestly, a little bit like how I would be if I didn't have you guys, where I would just be so debilitated by sadness. I would just give up and be like, well, it's because the world is terrible <laughs> and my life is unfair and no one cares. I have that he would go onto the most expensive scalping site he probably available would, yeah. and just like his taste for Gucci just be extravagant. Pick he would just spend the $5,000 per ticket and buy a luxury box for all of his friends and be like, this is fine. So we'll what, learn how to pay for this. What we actually need is a V. We actually, you, you're supposed to be my V. <laughs> v- <laughs> uh, I'm your Jimin. Yeah. I cried myself to sleep. You cried me to you're sleep. You're supposed to buy the expensive tickets. Um, I'll get on that. <laughs> it's funny because so my answer was mine. <laughs> really sad it just gives up my answer is you'd go buy a season tickets mm-hmm. and yours is no <laughs> no giving up there's nothing to be done about the horror of the world disappointment is all we will ever know all right jungkook <laughs> i i think he would do like the classic shook at first where he again can't believe it and then i just see him like destroying the computer like like picking it up with both hands and just throwing it out a window i kind of similar yeah i forgot the jung shook i should have said he would absolutely be shook there would be no physical react like no emotional reaction it would be like wide eyes stunned kind of frozen yep. for a long moment and then it would be i need to i need a I need to physically show my rage. Like, I'm going to destroy the thing that hurt me. And see, I feel like he's he's violent with the older members as, like, a joke. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he would be violent to a computer. So I had he would... Okay, so I'm going to add he'd be shook. And then I feel like he would just, like, Forrest Gump, just, like, stand up and start running. <laughs> he would... He would start anger running, and then like in the middle of it, he would like anger kick a tree or something. Yeah, like that's I think that like how he would do it. Once he was forty thousand miles away, he'd stop and be like, "Okay, I'm done now." Yeah. And just, like, <laughs> he's just, he's just fine. He I ran just it out. Felt he's like fine. Running. He's fine now. <laughs> something I cannot relate to. I no. wish. Again, I would lose like ten pounds if I could run out this fury that I feel right now. Much like V, I would start running and then give up. <laughs> We'd get like halfway down the block and I'd be like, nope, I'm just going to sit here till you're done and then come back and get me and we'll go get ice cream. I'm going to find gin. We're going to double fist ice cream sandwiches. That's the kind of, that's the kind of emotional thing I can get behind. I see that I need a V in my life. (laughs) You got Jimin, stop crying. Mm -hmm. We're going to go double fist ice ice cream cream sandwich. Let mama show you how it's done. (laughs) Cause I'm good at that. I love this. So that's, that's our game. Are we ready to get depressed now and go into this? I'm already depressed. <laughs> All right. I feel like we need to go into how we had our system set up. 
Yes. Okay. Yeah, because again, like we said, we pl- we strategize. We strategize. So we had eight <clears throat> people, mm-hmm. guys, eight, in different locations. Eight people in different states, in using different IP addresses, using different, different cell phone plans. Eight different people trying to help us get in some situations. One ticket. The yes. most any of us were requesting was two tickets. We were not going for broke. We, we were. We not. had already come. We had already come to terms with the fact that there was no way we were going to sit together. We were going to try for five the first night and five the second night. I hope we got any anything, for either anything at all. So th- the one that shocks me is the single ticket. We couldn't even get a single ticket. And when we say we couldn't get a ticket, we couldn't get a ticket to show up in our cart. I did. Becca is the only one. Well, and that's a whole, we're going to go into that too. So we had eight people, different states. All right. I wrote down what we had. Let me, let me get it out. Okay. We you had, want to hold it? Sure. Well, we can just leave it here. Okay. We had seven laptops, seven desktops, eight phones, eight tablets, and two people physically used the phone to call Ticketmaster and order tickets. If you're counting, that is 32 devices used to try to secure, in some cases, a single flipping ticket. A single ticket. I'm literally just sitting over here shaking my head right now. I, I have nothing to say. I'm so, I, going over this again is just as baffling to me as the first time. A single ticket. And as we mentioned, guys, hey, Megan, how many tickets did we end up getting? Oh, we got none. We got zero flipping tickets, guys. Not a single one of us. So the the only person who had any luck at all is myself. Yep. I managed to get, and this, as a reminder here, on my personal computer at home, I logged into Ticketmaster at 11.59 the night before the tickets went on sale. Because when I called Ticketmaster, customer service was like, well, if you log in early, sometimes that helps and whatever. So I'm like, I'm not taking any chances. I'm going to log in as early as possible. My computer never went to sleep, never lost a countdown, never got refreshed, nothing. That is the device that the only device I had where two tickets popped up. I grabbed them as soon as I could. They were P1 tickets, so they were down on the floor. They weren't great. I mean, they're kind of in the back, but... Still on the floor at BTS was all I cared. It would have gotten us in the yeah. door. I got them in my cart, had my credit card information already saved in the system, went to hit submit. I got this like retrieving your tickets page. It was on the screen for probably 25 minutes. And then the screen just went blank and popped back up and said, sorry, no tickets are available. Try again. Which is insane. I would ha- if because it wasn't such a nice computer. I would have punched it. You you're supposed to have like a ten like ten minutes. I think is what you get on Ticketmaster mm-hmm. to complete your transaction. So that is selecting your tickets. And this is what someone else told me. I haven't. And again, I wouldn't know. I never got any tickets in my cart. But putting in your credit card, all that stuff. There's no way that took you ten minutes. No, everything was auto saved the night before. I had logged in. I was already logged in. My credit card info was saved. All I had to do was type in that three number verification code on the back of the credit card. I had it memorized, typed it in. So it seriously popped up. I got to the billing details, put in the three numbers, pushed hit, you know, pushed enter, gone. They were like stolen from right before my eyes. Which again, how? 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 How did that happen? How does this happen? And then it's even more frustrating because as that happened, that's when you guys all started texting. Hey, did anybody get tickets? I'm not getting anything. I'm still on this frozen page. Well, this crashed. Does and we were all get getting anything? totally different pages. So like half the people that were trying were getting 
just like a you're in line to get in line basically yeah i was getting a thing where it was actually searching for tickets but then it would be like sorry nothing available right now try again refresh sorry nothing available. like it was taking different amounts of time so like one device would take like three minutes one would take 30 seconds one would take 10 minutes it was just it i had no idea like where the process was going i figured that we were sol by that point if i wasn't getting even a single ticket and we weren't we were just doing like any price two tickets any price level right it's not like we were trying to get a specific area i'm just i hurt it yeah, hurts it does I'm furious this is like going to a store and they're saying okay we're gonna have three thousand gallons of milk for sale on saturday just come on in whenever and it's like lining up at eleven fifty nine the night before to buy a gallon of milk one gallon of milk and then you get in the door right away and they're like oh sorry these are all saved these are all taken sorry this one's not available and then like getting up to the register and having her be like oh sorry this is actually for this register over here and i'm so frustrated like why even advertise that you have tickets when there's no chance that we're going to get them the two things that kept coming to mind for me were charlie and the chocolate factory Mm -hmm. where you're seriously looking for a golden ticket and a candy bar Yes. And there are, what, f- six or something in the entire world. That's how it felt. That's how it feels. Afterward. Or if you've ever seen the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad film, Jingle All the Way, they're <laughs> trying to not. purchase a Turbo Man doll. And nobody has Turbo Man. <laughs> and that's how it felt, is like standing outside a department store on Christmas Eve, desperately fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger for a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> and you're always going to lose against Arnold Schwarzenegger. I am. So... It's frustrating. So I thought next, quick, now that you know our story, that night I was upset. And at this point, we thought we were just like horribly unlucky. At least I did. I thought we were just like the cards were stacked against us. It wasn't going to happen for us. We were we were those fans that it just it just didn't work. The odds were not in our favor. So I went through on Twitter. I know a lot of our listeners are on Twitter and some follow us. Um, I went through on Twitter and used the hashtags. BTS World Tour, BTS Chicago, and I got BTS tickets. Those were the the hashtags that I went to. I surfed through. Are you ready, Megan? I haven't even shared this with you yet. No. I surfed through 1,200 tweets (gasps) on those hashtags. Again, my daughter's teething, so it's not like I'm a total loser and I have nothing else to do. She would not sleep that night unless I was holding her. So I was sitting there on Mm -hmm. my phone. I had my notepad. Of the 1,200 tweets that I went through... Seven <gasps> confirmed that they had tickets. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding you. Seven. Holy and of those moly. seven, four of the seven said they only got a single ticket. Okay. I am I am that math lady meme right now because I'm like, I can't process this. It's 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 sickening. I don't even know. I, I'm just so furious. I don't even know what to say. So we're talking about Half a percent of the tweets that I read that night, if 100% represents the 1,200 tweets, one half of a percent confirmed they actually got tickets. Which leads us back to how? 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 How is this possible? How? This doesn't make sense. All the other (laughs) 1,100. I can't even do the math right now because I'm so mad. 93 tweets were people asking for tickets or asking how it's possible Lord. for 50,000 tickets in Chicago to sell out in less than four seconds. Is that how big? Is it 25? It seats about 24,000 people for okay. a concert. So two nights in a row, you're looking around 50,000 50, tickets. Yeah. Which seems like plenty. 
Yeah. Well, okay. Now let's, well, okay. So let's go let's take one step back. So then I tweeted from our account, hey, did anybody actually manage to get tickets to Chicago? If you didn't or did, we'd love to talk to you. Yeah. So I got 15 emails within an hour. And so then I deleted the tweet. I was like, this is going to be insane so if I leave this up yeah. till morning. Because it was like 12, it was like midnight at that point. So I printed some of them. Do you want to read some? Yeah. Okay. Here's one for you. All right, I'll read the first one because this is the one I felt, this is the first email I got and I was really um, sad for this person. So I logged, her subject line was just disappointed. I logged into Ticketmaster four and a half hours early and patiently waited for the clock to tick down. As soon as the timer ran out, I quickly grabbed the best tickets offered to me, which were in the upper, upper pavilion. I had the tickets in my cart and hit the purchase button. I got a retrieving tickets message and a loading screen. Within minutes, the screen refreshed and said, sorry, no tickets match your request. Hey, lady, been there. Samesies, and I feel terrible that for you. That is infuriating. But this is what made me even more mad. I have been saving and waiting for this world tour. My daughter is a huge BTS fan, and these tickets were going to be a graduation gift oh. for her. I have always been grateful for how much joy BTS and K-pop bring into her life. Now it's just a dark cloud, and getting tickets seems like an impossible dream. This is a mother trying to buy her daughter a gift. God, this just makes me want to use my life savings to buy tickets for, like, these people that really wanted them. I even told my mom the next day because my mom took me shopping for my birthday because, you know, that fiasco. My daughter was in the hospital and everything. And so I was like, Mom, she's like, I'm like, I would have given my tickets to this woman if I had managed to get tickets. Because that's, like, that person clearly deserves them. It's so frustrating. All right, you got one, too? This this, uh, person says... In all caps, which this is how I often feel. I just don't understand how 50,000 tickets can disappear into thin air in less than four seconds. I had 10 of my family and friends logging in to help me get a ticket. That's right. I only wanted one ticket. We all logged in at least 20 minutes early, and after two and a half hours of waiting and pages crashing, we ended up with zero tickets. I am disgusted. I am saddened. This has to stop. We're with you. This one also made me quite mad. We don't have to read all these. Well, there's only two more. I guess we could. Oh, these poor um, people. This makes me so sad. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's two. Um, this one, I... Oh, my God. I, I don't even know. I don't even know what to say to this person. So the subject was season tickets for the win with a question mark. My story is a little unique. I have family friends who have, who have season tickets to the United Center. As soon as I heard about the world tour, I called and asked if I could purchase the tickets off of them for both nights. I even offered more money than the actual tickets are worth. I offered $300 per ticket. I'm guessing they were like $200 tickets yeah, I don't or know something. How much, yeah. um, however, as soon as they saw how much resale tickets were <gasps> going for, they backed out of our deal. They listed their tickets before the public presale even started and listed them for $3,000 per ticket, 10 times the amount that I was able to offer. All of their tickets sold. How can any of us ARMY afford that? I'm a student. It took a lot for me to save up for two $300 tickets. The day of the public sale, I logged in and had the same story everyone else did. Lots of effort, lots of frustrations, zero tickets in the end. I'm just disappointed in all of this. That's horrible. That's even, that's the worst one. Because you have family friends who are going to be that greedy? That's messed up. It like it. It's Man, I feel like messy. maybe I'm being naive. But if I had a ticket that I knew I could sell to pay off my credit card, I still don't think I would do it. I would absolutely not do it. And I think it's because it. we know how, we're fans. We're, we're ARMY. We we know how much this means to people. And it's just like she said, I know how many people have been saving to buy a ticket. And the tickets weren't, I mean, like, 
considering how much some people charge for tickets like before brokers, $200, $250, honestly, I was surprised it wasn't more. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was so manageable. It felt so manageable. You could save up to do that. You could you could make this happen. But no, you couldn't. None no, of us could. None of us could. Because we never stood a chance. Yep. Um, I do want to read this one really quickly because it's really funny. She wrote, no, not today. Nine people, 36 devices, four hours waiting, loading, and refreshing pages, zero tickets. And then she just wrote, ah. <laughs> or he. I don't know if it's a she or he. Yeah, um, I took their, because I didn't know if we were going to do a video of this or mm-hmm. read these on the podcast. So I took their email addresses off these pages because I didn't know if it was a video. I didn't want to share public right, information. Right. But I have, and I res- I'm going to respond to all of you because I feel you. So the last email we got, um, well, the last one that I printed just says, guess I'm not going. I'm sure this is the same story you're hearing over and over again. I've been waiting and praying and saving for these tickets. All I wanted was a fighting chance to get my hands on a single ticket. In the end, I wasted my time and my efforts and my efforts because I never got past the searching for tickets page. Disappointed is an understatement. So is the word furious. Yeah, it's it's again. And even with the people we've seen who run fan accounts, who spend all of their free time making other people's lives better. You make my life better you by make, posting make pictures and videos and memes. Like to see that you guys didn't even get in, it feels so awful. It just feels, I feel so bad for everybody. So many people are sad about something that's usually so happy. It makes us all happy. And will this, will BTS continue to make us happy? Of course. We have a new album to look forward to. We have so many cool things coming up. It was just this, like this one thing is so big and feels so unfair that it's just really hard to get past right now. The only, the only person I know, and I don't know him, is the Brooks Life guy on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, he was like my only hope. I was like, well, he got one. I know. And when I saw on Twitter that he had managed to get tickets, I hope you listen to this podcast because I think you're hilarious and oh, we, we love, love your watching videos. your videos. Yeah. But when we saw that you got tickets, I was like, okay, thank God. Like, so finally, somebody least, who got them. You know what I mean? Like, and I hate to say legitimate fan because if you like BTS, you deserve to go. I'm also sick yeah. of seeing all those comments. Like, if you really like the band. And their music makes you happy. You deserve a shot yes. to get tickets to this concert. We all deserve a shot. And, there and the problem have been is, plenty. there was no shot for us to take. There should have been plenty available. I just, again, we're going back to this like, where who is going to these concerts? Yes, because none of the fans are going. That's, That's what the it problem. feels like. It feels like none of the fans are going. So I told you guys that I was furious. And um, I used to be an investigative reporter. And this is the funny for thing. a television when station. When Becca is angry, she's productive and works for change. Megan, when she's angry, just gives up. <laughs> and is basically like, feels sorry for herself. Well, I'm running on like maybe three hours of sleep a night for the last three nights because my daughter's been sick. We're trying to get ready for this vacation. And honestly, I could not sleep the night before the BTS concert tickets went on sale because I knew going in, this is going to be a bloodbath. And it shouldn't. I shouldn't feel like I'm going to war Why is it to like buy this? something to make me happy like right. I shouldn't feel guilty about getting tickets because I I do I if I did get tickets I would have felt like I took them away from somebody if somebody else got tickets a part of me I'm, I'm so happy and I'm not going back on my word in our last podcast I'm genuinely happy for those of you yes. who tried and the system worked for you and you got tickets at a fair price I seriously like I'm like light is coming out of my body I'm so happy for you I'm just frustrated that the system is set up this way I'm also really quickly if you if you tried or did get tickets for their last tour last year, we we couldn't because you just had 
your baby mm-hmm. and I had some work thing like we couldn't we couldn't go yeah and so we didn't even try because we knew there was no way if you did was it this bad was it this difficult did you feel like you saw this much this many people saying they couldn't do it I'm really genuinely cu- curious because I want to know if all the exposure they've had in the last six months is the reason this is happening or or if this is just always how it is with BTS yeah I- I'm curious so let's let's dig into why we didn't get tickets and why it was this why is very seriously a special report from Rebecca Armstrong. Yeah, I've done my research. I've talked to the people. I'm not a happy woman right now. I'm pretty furious. Yeah, like very furious. Like a minute from contacting and, and asking somebody to like do some sort of federal regulation. Take on this. responsibility. Take, somebody needs to take responsibility. We are not laying down. Well, I am. I'm laying down face first on the ground crying. But Rebecca. And we're going to try to make a video, a really brief video, because I have visuals here that you can't see on this podcast. And I want you to know they are beautiful. They are really good visuals. Um, I've broken down percentage-wise, what our actual chances are of getting tickets. And it will make you sick to your stomach. In fact, if you're eating, stop, because you might throw it up when you hear this. It's disgusting. Jin, put down the ice cream sandwiches. put them down now. (laughs) All right, so literally the system is set up for us to fail. So I'm going to use the United Center as an example. Megan, please chime in and be funny here, because... I tried to add humor, I, but this is just a depressing I topic. I feel like we need to just put a disclaimer that we're not funny in this one because we're still kind we're of serious sad. And we're we're, we're, we're serious. trying really hard to be funny, but I'm like, I have not quite moved past the sadness yet. Right. And again, if you're judging us for that, I don't care. No, I don't either. This is where I am in my life. This is a pretty serious thing for me. So um, we're going to use a United Center as an example. Now, f- for my visual, I was going to use a pie chart. Mm-hmm. Boring. Right? So I used... A silhouette of the seven members of BTS. Which she drew freehand on a chalkboard, which you'll see, which who can do that? It no looks one. Awesome. Only Becca. It looks awesome. Um, <laughs> so we're going to use the United Center as an example. So full concert seating at the United Center for a concert, 23,500 seats. Plenty of seats for us to fight over, right? Right. Wrong. Oh. I called the United Center customer service and was told, also, I recorded these phone calls I would like to play them on the podcast, but then I Googled it when I was done, and I did not tell them I was recording the phone calls. So we can't. So I can't use it. So I may call again and tell them I'm recording, and then just, I'm sure they'll give me the same And I guess, f- to their credit, you said that they were pretty helpful when you called, right? They were extremely helpful. Yeah. Um, but still, you will be mad. So approximately, what I was told, approximately 25% of all seats are saved for season ticket holders. So people who have bowl season tickets, hockey season, t- Blackhawks hockey, Blackhawks season <laughs> tickets, anybody who has a season ticket, that is good for every event at the United Center, whether it's the BTS show or a sporting event or like a monster truck rally. Like any event that goes to the United Center, you have that seat. That is yours. You've paid for it. So right away, 25% of the tickets are gone. Which is a percentage even I understand. Yes. So if you're visualizing my BTS chart here we're gonna take v and rm just out of the group they're gone v and rm are gone they are no longer an option here when you're trying to buy tickets so next (laughs) another and this is this is on the low end so i'm going with the low end here another 30 percent of tickets are set aside prior to the sale for the artists uh promoters industry insiders fan clubs entities such as credit card pre-sales so we are now up to 55 percent of the United Center tickets 
are not even available for public consumption at all. They're just off the table. Which I guess in a way I feel like it's so naive of me to have thought that that there were all the tickets are available. Of course they're not. I never would have guessed it was this many. Yeah, it's a ton. And I'm not I also I should have said this to start with. Again, we're using the United Center because that's where we want yes. to go, wanted to get tickets to. This I've done my research. I looked at the Prudential Center, I looked at the Staples Center. It's every arena in the United States. This is it's just how it is. just the United this Center. This is how it works. So it's the same way whether you try to get tickets in Canada or tickets in America. This is just how the system is currently set up. So V and RM are gone if you're looking at my chart here. So is Jim and J-Hope now. So okay. four of these members are gone. We have three members left representing the pie chart of tickets available. So when that clock stri- strikes down to zero, 46% of the tickets that were originally there... <laughs> are what we are all fighting for, which still seems like an okay number of tickets. It's about 10,000 tickets per night. Okay. Still seems okay. Like you'd still have a chance. You'd have as good a chance as anybody you'd think. Yeah, I would think so. Um, So that's a good number too, right? Right. Wrong. Wrong again. Because who's a bigger fan than ARMY when it comes to BTS? Literally no one. Ticket buying robots, Megan. Okay, what are these? Ticket buying robots. I've heard a bunch of people mention them. I also contacted Forbes because Forbes did this great oh article. Oh my god, Becca! I'm, I'm serious, guys. I'm I'm pissed. I did I nothing. I am pissed. When you read about this, you. I hope you can tell in my voice. I never get mad. I don't show motion very regularly. No, she does not get upset. I'm upset about this. So Forbes did this great article. We will post a link on our Twitter page about these bots and how they are killing. The industry. Yes. So there are basically rooms full of servers, and they are programmed. They know exactly how to get into Ticketmaster, how to grab the best seats. These bots can buy sections of arenas within seconds. Wow. And of course, they're computers. They can move much faster than me typing in best available well, seat and or P1 seat. And there's the, this is, I think, the thing that makes me the most upset, is that there's nothing anyone can do about it. No, right now. There's no federal regulation at all. Um, about these bots or scalpers or anything else. There's no federal law regarding this. As a seller, a legit seller, like the United Center or Ticketmaster, you're just kind of like, sorry. Sorry, we're trying. Yeah, we're trying to prevent this. There's nothing you can do to stop it. So these ticket-buying bots, again, on the low end, according to this Forbes magazine article, buy 50% of the tickets. Available tickets. Available that day of. So, and that's on the low end. Sometimes that can, they think it could be as high as 60, 75%. It's hard to track. Wow. It's very hard to track. So basically at the end of the day, guys, we, I'm going to, okay. So if you're picturing VTS, V and RM are taken away for season ticket holders, right? Jimin and J-Hope are gone because of pre-sale events. Ticketmaster just holds those tickets back for whatever, special events. Well, they, those are, the, are those the ones they resell at higher? Well, those we're like going to get into that. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah. So th- those two are gone. So now by, by the time that you get these ticket buying bots, they take another two members away. Jeez. So we're seriously left with Jin on my chart here. We are left with Jin. Jin representing the tickets. That's all we have left. Which would be at this point like, what, 5,000 tickets? It's about 5,000 tickets. So we started with an arena of 23,500 tickets, and we end, it's like 5,400 tickets. That's all that was really available to us on Monday. So hypothetically, if we're filling out this entire venue with ARMY, and there are 50,000, you said? 25,000. 25,000 people, 30,000 people, 
fighting over 5,000 tickets. Yeah. So, and that's on a good day. That's on a good day. That's if Ticketmaster only this, holds back thirty percent of the tickets, and the bots only get fifty percent of what's left. This is one of those things where I know that you're. This is real because you did the research, but I'm sitting here like that can't be right. Like in my head, I'm thinking this doesn't. I can't. I can't believe this. And right. it's not that I don't believe you. I just can't process this. This is like a huge. It just seems so unfair, and to be something that's so unfair that's there's nothing you can do about it. Right. I, I can't deal with that. I can't process that. It's infuriating. It's so frustrating. I am digging my fingernails into my fists right now. I am so angry. Yeah, it's... I, I, I don't even know what to say. I feel like, again, to have been disappointed because we were those fans that just didn't get them was bad enough. But I... Like, where do we go now? Is there no... I, I feel like there's not even going to be anybody in the show. So it's like they don't even exist. I don't know where they went. I don't know where they are. So this is the, the last of my math. And then we're going to get into like some other details here. So the last of my math. Let's assume 35,000 people were trying to buy tickets on Monday. There's only 5,000 really available, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say these 35,000, let's say they're army, family, friends, whatever. And let's say each person trying is trying to get two tickets. Right. That's an under... That, that's, that's not an average. Yeah, it's not an average. Because you think some people are trying to buy four tickets, five right. tickets, six tickets. You have tickets. a big group. Right. Um, so that's so if you're doing that math there, there are 70,000 tickets that are trying to be bought on Monday. There's only 5,000 available at this point. Is that per show? Yeah, per show. Okay. Per show. So if you do that math, that means only 7% of the people trying to buy tickets during the public sale on Monday actually got tickets. It's sickening. That is why. And that's, again, that's on a good day. That's if these ticket buying bots and scalpers and ticket brokers didn't take more than 50%. You know what I mean? It's sickening. I I can't. I just like. I've, I've never. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. And the thing is, and again, it's not just a BTS thing, guys. I, I again, like to do my research. Justin Timberlake's concert was even, believe it or not, was even worse than BTS. Really? People were, pe- these tickets were gone within seconds. Um, the amount actually available to the public was even less. And then the resale, I mean, you think BTS resale ticket prices are insane. For Justin Timberlake, some of them are like $7,000. What? Who? I. Uh, it's we're, we're talking in amounts that I can't. Process. I'm not kidding. That's more than my husband and I paid for our last car because we like we're very financially responsible people and we didn't want a car loan. We spent five thousand dollars in cash on my husband's last car. How could I justify paying? Adele was even worse. Adele was up there with JT and and, um, Jay Z and Beyonce's tour was even worse. Really? Like there were some tickets for their concert going at like thirteen thousand dollars a ticket. It's sickening. How can fans afford that? It just feels like it's so unfair that your heart can love something so much and you can just you just can't have access to it at all. Not in your wildest dreams. Especially when they fly to your country. It's like, oh my gosh, we're one step closer to like being in a crowd of people and cheering and letting them know, even if it's just cheering, like we love you so much. You brought so much happiness into my life. Like yes. just to be in the crowd and to be meeting other fans and and just it's that vocalizing experience. my love for them. Like it's it it's, is. I mean, like yes, 
watching the videos and and being a part of the fandom on your own is really gratifying but to be in this giant sea of people who are all just like throwing hard eyes in the same direction and there's that energy of just being so happy and excited i think we told you when we went to got seven that roaring crowd at the beginning was like the most terrifying and exhilarating thing i've ever experienced and i loved it like that feeling is incredible you can't replicate it yeah and and you just don't get it i mean what how often are do you have more than three k-pop fans together in a room when you're two 30 somethings in the middle of the midwest i mean like it's not something we get and so in addition to wanting to see them perform these people that we really respect and love and wanting to see them live i want to be surrounded by that energy i want to be a part of that crowd Mm -hmm. in a way that's really honestly hard to explain right and then to just be like oh you can it's gonna cost you two grand i don't have that and the thing that makes me even more upset about that situation so okay let's get into that let's get into the resale of the tickets here so you're probably mad if you're if you're like us and i've just unloaded these facts f-a-c-t-s not things that we think happen or or projections, documented facts that she carefully, of carefully how researched. these tickets go so fast. You're probably pretty mad. You're probably there with us. You're probably like Jungkook when an older woman calls him Opa. That's probably you, how you're feeling you're, right now. Yes, you're pretty. You're shook and you're furious. So again, I've looked it up. It's completely legal. It's one hundred percent legal. I did not say it was ethical. No. But it is legal. So for fun, again, to lighten the mood, Megan and I have come up with a few things that are that are legal but unethical. So I had ticket scalpers, some. ticket scalpers, you are also in line with cannibalism. It's not illegal. Cannibalism is not illegal in the okay. United States. Hold on. <laughs> We're going to have to unpack that. <laughs> You're telling me you can eat human flesh. In the United States. Wouldn't you have to kill someone to eat human flesh? Oh, the dark web. I was going to say, there are, I'm sure there are ways around it. If you happen upon a person who is dead, it is not illegal to eat them in the United States. Isn't that like tampering with a corpse? No, it's, there's no laws against cannibalism in the United States. I have so many questions about this. (laughs) We're going to have to come back to this. So ticket scalpers, you're right up there with cannibals. You're also up there with cheating on your spouse. That was my, one of the ones I thought of. Not illegal. No. Nope. It is unethical. Not, not not illegal. Not great, Bob. Megan, this one's for you. Insulting puppies. <laughs> There's no law against insulting a puppy, but it's unethical. I mean the law of human decency. <laughs> How dare you? All right. This one's one of my annoying ones. Taking a full cart of groceries into the express checkout lane. Yep. No law against that, but... It's you should really think twice. It's unethical. Don't do it. Also, farting in an airplane. Oh, good one. Farting in a crowded what, elevator. What about just like cutting in line? Yeah, these are all things that are legal but unethical. So ticket scalpers, if you're listening, I'm putting you in the same plane as people who do this. Yeah. You're disgusting. I hate it when people cut in line. Oh, it's the worst. And then pretend like they didn't know. I didn't yeah, know the line so started mean. back it's there. It's so mean. And yeah, I'm not sure. talking like you show up and your friends are in line and you get in line with your friends. All right, I'll get over that. Yeah. People who just cut in line. <laughs> I can see you. I might be 5'2", but I will fight you. Darn it. <laughs> so, yeah. I can say that. That was good. I feel, in the, I feel in the last, a little bit better now. Yeah. In my like adult professional life since college, I've worked in a lot of theaters. Not venues like this, smaller theaters, but still, we would get people who 
who would buy tickets from scalpers on third-party websites, wherever. Uh, and then they would pay, like, quadruple the price. So we're talking, like, $1,000 for, for, like, whatever, $50 tickets. Like mm-hmm. that. That's not good math. I don't do that. <laughs> $250 ticket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. So they, they're paying tons and tons for the tickets. Then they get the ticket, and they read the original price, and they call us, and they go, what the heck? I paid $1,000 for these tickets, but it says they're $250. And we're like, well, where did you buy them? They tell us it wasn't through us. They want their money back, and we don't have their money. That's the problem is, like, we we can't do anything mm-hmm. because you you bought from someone who has your money. Like They have no affiliation with us. They bought from us, you bought from them. And again, I feel like this is, an, this is a different situation because at this point, if you're buying third-party tickets, you know you're paying more than they're worth because you know you're buying from a, a broker. But it still has to feel so gross to know you did everything you could have to be in line to pay face value and then you just didn't. You just couldn't. Right. You were set up to fail. And like, am, I, am it's I... It's almost like... I. Seriously, the more I read about it, I just think it's false advertising on behalf of Ticketmaster. And again, I don't think this is completely Ticketmaster or what's the other one? AXS or yeah, whatever. Like there's that. all these other there's all these other websites that sell tickets. Ticketmaster is just the one that I always always use. We go to a million concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is to the point where I feel like it's false advertising. Like there has to be a law against that at least. Like you say you have tickets available. You say it's for public consumption to come in and try to buy these tickets. It's not. The math is not there. None of these tickets are really for sale. Yeah. It's sickening. It's, it's, it, it's still, I feel like I can't even fully comprehend it. The fact that we were all running after one. Yeah. One percent of a ticket. Yeah. yeah. It's sickening. It's the turbo man. It's all of us trying to get turbo man. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's bad. So... What can we do about the drama, Megan? We actually got two funny emails um, before tickets even went on sale. So Twitter listener, our Twitter girl, you were going to go to a, a show in Canada, and then you heard about the Chicago show, and we were really hoping that you would get a ticket, and we would get a ticket, and we can meet you because we think you're great, and we love interacting with you on a regular basis. But she actually emailed us and said, um, I saw resale tickets up for four times the price, the original price, and thought, nope, I love this group more than anything in the world, but I cannot give a ticket scalper over $1,000 of my money for them to profit on something as pure as my adoration for this group. Yeah. Amen. Because when you buy second-party tickets, guys, the money doesn't go to BTS. The money goes to somebody who owns a room full of computers that illegally purchases tickets. Or it's legal, but buys tickets. It's not fair. It's like making a profit off of someone's genuine love. love. Yeah. That's so sick. It's disgusting. And again, not illegal. Not illegal at all. Also, another listener that we have emailed us after the tickets went on sale, and we told her right away, like, yeah, we didn't get tickets. And she sent us this great email about how she felt so bad, and um, she saw all the tweets, and she said, fans are tossing around words like Hunger Games and Bloodbath. It sounds brutal. I just don't have the bloodlust in me. Same. We don't either. Same. We we were definitely in a really low, like, the, we, we sound worked up now because we've had time to deal with it. But we were in a low place. It was immediately bad. after where we just felt so sad. It was really bad. And that's not to say we still don't feel sad. We do. And that's why, you know, we can't fully give up on trying to find tickets. Right? I mean, I feel right. like we're gonna keep trying. We're I just don't know trying. what we're gonna do. So that brings us to what can you do? If you don't wanna deal with the drama, right. what can you do? We've so, talked about this a lot, actually. Yeah. Number one, 
let's get into the like the one that I don't approve of, but I feel like we're just gonna have to go with eventually. If you can't beat them, join them. Yeah. If you can't, you can't beat these robots. You can buy from them. Yeah. So, I mean, you're still you're if you're what what is this experience worth to you? I would I feel like most of us would say it's worth a lot. Mm-hmm. And so even paying whatever, I mean, okay, literally, I cannot afford two thousand dollars. If I could, I'm not. I can't tell you I wouldn't. If mm-hmm. I had that kind of money, I'm not saying that I wouldn't pay it because this is this experience is worth that to me. Right. But it's like within my means, I can't even imagine it. Right. So I spoke again with Ticketmaster mm-hmm. and I wish I would have said I was recording a phone call because I would have liked to have played this part of the conversation. Um, so remember how I said that 30% of the tickets are held back for yeah. fan clubs and industry insiders and pre-sale and all this other stuff? Well, Monday, obviously... Ticketmaster was like, sold out, sorry, can't find your tickets. Within 30 minutes. With it, yeah, within, no, it was like two minutes well, if you yeah, could get yeah, your pages yeah. to load. Um, but then Tuesday, yesterday, all of a sudden there are hundreds of tickets for sale on Ticketmaster, and they all say platinum. So I, when I called, I said, hey, just out of curiosity, like I see this platinum ticket is for sale for whatever, $1,100 in a section where tickets yesterday were being offered for $200. Can you just describe why? And she said, sure. So that is part, that's that 30% I was telling you about that they hold back. Basically, they hold those tickets back if nobody wants them. I don't even believe nobody wants them. I genuinely just think Ticketmaster holds them back. That's just me saying that. Anyway, they then the next day put them for sale on the website and charge a lot higher prices. And it says, based on demand, these prices fluctuate. So one day they may be 1100 one day they may be 800 depending on what section you're sitting in. Um, so let me just, I'm just going to pull up on, yeah, on go the, for it. The, the app. Um, so like yesterday, whoa, they went way down. Holy cow, they went way down, Becca. Did they go way down? Yeah. But anyway, section three, hit, like hit, three. Hit best available, though. Like, what is a lower section ticket going Okay, to cost so you? general admission floor is now $588. Okay. It was, like, in the thousands. But, guys, if you're listening, they went way down. Oh, wait, no, hang on. Section 121, row one, is $1,800. $1,800, that's, that would so be a, a GA seat, floor. Guys. Okay, this is weird. This one says GA. Floor tickets are going to be cheaper because people have to wait to get in, and if you don't wait overnight, you're going to be stuck in there the back. Are, there are literally upwards of $1,500, $1,800 tickets right now. Yeah. And the, the, we want to remind you, the highest price ticket, face value, originally was $250. Was $250. So basically, and, and like I said, this phone call I had with this woman, she was so honest. She's like, yeah, we usually charge four to ten times the original price. It's based on demand. And here's the thing, though. If you're going to buy secondhand tickets... I hate to sound like I'm siding with Ticketmaster here. I don't have any dogs in this fight because I don't have any tickets. Right. But at least from what I've read, when Ticketmaster charges way more for these tickets, the artist does get a piece of that profit. So it's not like you're buying from a ticket broker who's going to pocket that extra $1,000. At least BTS will get some of that money if you buy a platinum ticket through Ticketmaster. Also, I asked, if you buy a platinum ticket and the concert is canceled for any reason, you get a full refund, guys. Which is huge. Which you do not get if you buy a $1,000 ticket from a broker. So really know what you're going in for if you're thinking about buying tickets from a secondary source. Really do your research. Really ask questions. Know what you're getting into, especially if you're dropping hundreds or thousands of dollars. Right. Because this, at least you have an out. 
And I think what just makes me mad at the end of the day is still Ticketmaster is keeping 30% of these tickets aside and overpricing them from the start, which is infuriating to me that 30% of these tickets could be going to fans. But again, I guess it just goes back to, it's almost like Ticketmaster protecting us because if they offer them for general sale, the they'd day all of, go away. They'd all go to the ticket box. Yeah, so, so we'd like, be paying double. Like who, again, who's winning here. <laughs> again, I would much rather overpay with a legitimate website than I would with someone. I don't even know if the ticket's gonna work. Right. All right. Are we done talking about depressing things? Because I have other things to, other ways to deal with this. Yeah, I'm still looking at the resale tickets because I want to buy one. <laughs> All right. So other options you have if you didn't get tickets. Number one. If you didn't get tickets and you can't afford these insane resale prices, keep checking. You never know. I mean, they just came out with a statement saying they're going to try to bust down some of these scalpers. Yeah, um, I did see that, the, the the like promoter of the tour. Yeah. But again, who knows? I mean, I don't even and, know and if that's what accurate. And an up, uphill battle they must fight. And then, and then even then, okay, so let's say they get them and then they release them to general presale. Who's saying another ticket broker isn't going to pick up those tickets? It's, it's, there's like no way to win. There's no way to win. And please, guys, this is me asking because I'm really genuinely worried. I, all I see are fans saying like, just add another show. Just add another show. After I've done all this research and talked to all these companies, the same thing is going to happen. Yeah. So all you're doing is exhausting these performers for people to make more money. Like not the performers don't even make more money. Like no. it's just, it makes me sick. I don't know what the answer is. Right. Anyway, so other ways you can deal with it. We've said this about make a donation. Yeah. Take the money that you would have used to buy a ticket or even a small amount of money. BTS is huge with UNICEF. I was reading their um, charitable page. I even went to the rate of charity where you can like see how much of your money, if you donate to a charity, actually goes to help people. UNICEF is way up there, guys. It's not a bad organization at all. They help children who are in violent situations don't have great home lives. They do a lot of good in the world. Right. Maybe donate your money. That's that's what I plan to do. That's what Becca and I talked about it a lot. And we feel like the way we put it, for us personally, and again, if you need the $200 you're going to spend on a ticket, keep it. I yeah. mean, that's, you can't, $200 is a lot of, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, but we felt like if we can't be in the United Center cheering them on, being a part of this incredible experience, then at least with that money we were going to spend, we can be a part of something that they care about that's making a difference. Yes. That is sort of like in the in the spirit of what they stand for. And I feel like that feels pretty darn good. I do too. I, I think that for me, that's an option where I, I leave feeling like, did I lose out on something? Yes. Did something really good come from it? Yes. Yes. So that's where sh- where Beck and I are right now. Yeah, I think that's that's the route we're gonna go. So um, another thing you can do, which our amazing Twitter listeners suggested, buy merchandise. Take well, your money and, and go buy merchandise from Big Hit Entertainment. You because can also, the money goes back to support them. But also, like a ton of the merchandise for I think Love Yourself Hurt. Sorry guys, you might have to look this up on your own, but. The proceeds from the merchandise goes to the UNICEF campaign. Mm-hmm. So when you're buying merchandise, you're still donating to this campaign. Right. I'm pretty sure that's how they have it set up, which like, what great guys. This is awesome. They're adorable. They are. So yeah, again, it's something that you can do where if you don't want to spend $700. Or you can't. For a lower bowl ticket, yeah. maybe even $50. Go make a donation Go buy yourself some gear. I have zero BTS gear. Yeah. 
I need some in my life. We so should definitely buy some BTS gear. There are some options for then you. Then we'll stand outside the United Center in October in our BTS gear with crying. Giant, with giant signs that say, we, we need, need tickets. tickets. So, um, yeah. Which also cracks me up because my husband and I were laughing. Illinois is one of the states. So there's no federal law against scalping. Period. Nothing. There are some state laws against scalping. Illinois is one of them. You cannot sell a ticket within 200 feet of the arena or the venue. But you can at 201 feet. (laughs) You can online. Like, you guys, this is sickening. Are you guys as outraged as I am? I'm seriously furious. And I think that the, the, the thing that, like, continually makes it worse is really I try to think, like, okay, what are the solutions? How do we fix this? What are the solutions? There are none. How the can we fix The only solution that I came up with is I just think ticket prices are priced too low in general. I just think if you don't want 30,000 people fighting for 5,000 tickets... Be honest. Say you want a front row ticket, it's going to be $1,100. Mm-hmm. If you want a second row ticket, it's going to be whatever, $1,050. Like, I know it's more work for the venue, but that's what those prices, that's what people are buying them for in a secondary market, which yeah. is not regulated. That's true. Like, I just feel like tickets are just apparently priced too low. Too many people are trying to fight for a $200 ticket where it's just a lottery of where you get to sit anyway. Well, and then that feels like a catch-22 Maybe I've never read that book, so I don't know if I'm using that <laughs> correctly. <laughs> but that feels like a catch-22 because then people who could have gone at the lower prices still can't go mm-hmm. because they can't afford the legitimate face value ticket price. So like, they're, some of us are just never going to go to a concert that's, again. And that's the thing. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it. No, I, but you're that's right. That's the only solution that my tiny little brain could even start we, to come up we with. We have to. There has to be something. There has to be something that works. And here's the other thing, guys. OK, I swear. After this, we will we talk about happy We need to create bots things. that fight off the other bots. <laughs> <laughs> we need a war of the world. Like a, like a fight ghost. Yeah, yes, yes, with yes. Computer bots. Bots fighting off the evil bots. <laughs> Good bots fighting the evil bots. Um, so the other problem, and we actually experienced this at Big Bang. I did not realize it, and I hate myself that I participated in. I bought resale tickets for us to sit front row at Big Bang. I spent a lot of money on them, more than I will probably ever spend for another group. Sorry, BTS. If I had that money, I would spend it for you. I have three children now and not that much disposable income as I once did. Yeah. However, do you remember we turned around, so we had the famous person sitting right behind us and his family, but the next two rows were empty. There was no one. There was nobody sitting in the third or fourth row at this concert because scalpers buy these tickets. They do not care if those tickets ever get sold because if they sell half of the tickets that they that they buy... Yeah. They make a huge profit. They don't care if the other tickets go to waste. Oh, that's so heartbreaking. And this is what makes me even more angry then. At the show, when Sungri came over and was like waving to us, I seriously thought he's going to see these empty th- seats and think there are no fans in America. Like my heart was breaking. Uh. The system is so broken and fans that want to be there and are such big supporters can't afford to go and that's the whole reason they're coming to america to begin with i'm so mad i'm so mad like so here's the only solution the group has to just give the concert for free yep (laughs) we have to just line up and try to get in you get in where you get in then when you get in you can make a donation (laughs) (laughs) that's the only thing i can see working I i just don't i do not get it no. I do not get it. I don't see how there's a fix. I just want you guys to know, like, 
we were all set up to fail. We genuinely were. Brick's life again. If you ever listen to this, pumped that you got tickets. You're I really the am. Luckiest person. Because I feel like you're gonna do a great job representing Army. I feel like you're gonna do a great job sharing your experience on YouTube with other fans. For those of you who didn't get tickets, didn't even try to get tickets because you knew it was gonna be this way, we've got YouTube. I know that's not I know it's not the same, but there's a million concerts out there you can go watch fan cam video of like right now. Oh, and we've got Again, an album coming out. We have a, a new PMA album performance. We have a yes, we have so much to look forward to and it's going to be so much fun. This is going to be such an exciting year to be a BTS fan. Um and I think part of the reason that we wanted to do this today is cuz we just want you to know we're going through it too. Mm-hmm. We I told Becca when I got home at the end of Monday, all I wanted was for somebody to tell me it was okay and this is why it's okay and there was nothing you could have done. And you, and you did everything you, you did could. everything you could, and it's okay to be sad. Again, we keep this all in perspective. In the grand scheme of things, this is small. This is just one thing. It's not like they'll never be back to the U.S. Who knows if we'll get tickets the next time they come? But yeah. that's a problem for the future. It's just, it's just you know, life is life is hard, and it's really really great to have something special that you look forward to. And then when it feels like that's kind of tainted and taken away from you, you gotta let yourself deal with it. Yeah. So I guess at the end of the day, go make a donation to UNICEF, as as minuscule as it may be. Go buy yourself some merchandise. Double fist some ice cream sandwiches and watch YouTube. Take a deep breath. You'll feel like you're there. We're not joking. We're going to be in Chicago. We're still going to go. So if you live in Chicago, maybe we can organize something. Yeah, we thought about saying, like, we'll all meet at this park. We'll have a picnic. We'll bring food. We'll listen to BTS. We'll listen to BTS. We'll have fun. We'll bring our portable wireless speakers. It's I can see myself just wanting to be sad that I'm not there. But we there are so many things we could do to make sure we're not sad that day. Oh, it just kills me that there might be empty seats at this concert. That just kills me. I know. Just kills me. All right, let's let's move on to something happy. Yeah. I thought we could give advice I'll ne- to I'll people. Never be happy again. <laughs> Megan looks hot today, by the way, guys. By hot, she means sweaty. It is well, it's eighty degrees. Finally, here. hot out here in Iowa. It, it's so funny because it was winter last week. It, you never win in Iowa. You, no. know what? you never win trying to buy tickets. You never win with weather This in is Iowa. why we needed these tickets. <laughs> we're going to be sweating for like eight months, and then we're going to be so cold we can't feel our toes or fingers. We didn't get a spring here. We never do. It went from winter to summer. It's a horrible place to live. It's if you have allergies, awkward. just don't. You're sick all the time. <laughs> this is the worst place. So I thought we could play really quick um, one more game. It's got to be BTS related. No, I well, I, is this a surprise of. one? Oh. It's the game of giving advice to people using song title BTS song titles. Oh right! Do you got? You think you got? I something? think I can. I think I can come up with something. All right. Should we just go like um, every other sentence, or you just want to spout things off? How do you want to do it? I think you should start to give me an idea of what okay. you're thinking. So, um, all right. My advice would be: don't give up. Continue to check t- Ticketmaster call regularly maybe some tickets will open up all of a sudden you don't know hey you get your hands on some you ask that you ask the operator so for more <laughs> that's becca's favorite song right now too <laughs> i love that song all right you got one <laughs> uh save me <laughs> please bts save me <laughs> I love that. That's the only one I could. Th- oh no! Here's a good one, and this was inspired by one of the emails you got. Uh, we could give up, 
and we could just say we're not going to go and it doesn't matter. But not today. Not today. Not today. No, not today. I was going to say um, anybody offers you tickets, run. <laughs> <laughs> I need you. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else. Don't. Okay, so tickets are so crazy, mm-hmm. crazy high repri- like on the resale value right now. Don't sacrifice all your blood, sweat, and tears. Ooh. Just say N-O. Just say N-O. <laughs> it's not J-Hopeless. No, girl. I'm telling you. I think that's what I said. I was Somebody was like, did you get him? And I was like, no. They were like, the J-Hope shirt didn't work. And I said, no, it was J-Hopeless. <laughs> I, don't I thought know. for sure the J-Hope shirt would work. <laughs> I'm just depressed, but we are. We get we're like slumped over in our chairs, trying really hard to be positive. We're we're all gonna recover. We're gonna be fine. Think about the actual <laughs> terrible things in the world. There's so many terrible things. That's this actually talking about the UNICEF thing made a huge impact on me because it was like their campaign is about helping kids who are victims of violence extreme violence and i am crying because i can't sit 18 rows back and see jungkook sweat like (laughs) that is not a real problem i can see that in hd every night (laughs) and she does and i do that's what i fall asleep to so there, there, there's it's just fine. so many other things. It's, so I said I li- yesterday or today. The only thing I could listen to was our podcast about us writing letters to ourselves as if we didn't get tickets. Mm-hmm. And I said in that podcast, and I mean it, we're not bitter towards people that did get tickets. No, and I'm so excited just need for you. An opportunity to be sad yeah. and be upset and be disappointed, and then we're gonna let it go. And I honestly feel like once we hit the end button here, I feel like I'll be like, okay. I said my piece, and I'm going to let this go. Now let's go buy $1,600 tickets. Now let's just go. Yeah, let's go sell my car. Yeah. (laughs) Do you even really use it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go pick up. I'm not kidding. I would pick up side jobs to pay for tickets. And I I, I don't know. I would do that. I would absolutely do that. Here's an idea. If anyone wants to just send us money (laughs) with no expectations, just like, I mean, we'll, hey, we'll all, no. I can't say that. I feel like I'm not soliciting money from you guys. Don't send us money. That was a joke. This is what's funny is I don't think she was joking, but if we did actually get money, Megan and I would not know what to no, do with it. We I would feel so guilty. Don't send us money. We would just probably write a check to like another fan and don't, be like, go find Don't tickets. send us money. That was a joke, but I feel like people make jokes and then people are really nice people. Don't. I don't want any money. This is not a thing for money. Do not send money. It was a joke. It's, and I'm not doing a, a reverse psychology thing either. Like, I really don't want money. That was a joke. It's just, Becca, cut this part out. Don't, I don't, I don't put this in the podcast. I feel like we, I can't joke about that stuff. Megan just put on her old man glasses. I just bought new old man glasses. And they're fabulous. They remind me of a teddy bear my brother had that had glasses and a pocket watch and a green corduroy vest. And I realized I really loved that bear. <laughs> Do you think it was like a subconscious I thing? I think subconsciously my my heart was like, you've always wanted to look like that bear. <laughs> and now is your chance. I feel like the lady at the optical shop, when I put them on, she was like, oh, they're cute. Like, Because I clearly had my mind made up. She was not going to change my mind. So she didn't want to tell me like... 
you look like a 75 year old man <laughs> i feel good about it i like him a lot thank actually. you I really you'll do. have to update the drawing of us i know i need to everybody says it doesn't look like you and i'm like i, I disagree really hard on that who's everybody my husband he's the only one <laughs> i think i think it looks like me i think it looks a lot like me actually he said at one point he goes are you trying to make her look more korean and i was it, like what does that even mean i don't no. see that at all i, was I like, don't see this that it looks all. like us is it because it's in black and white so my hair looks dark maybe is I that why know. he doesn't think it looks like he's me? clearly confused maybe he thinks it looks like my hair is too dark well anyway i like the way it looks i think thank it looks you like me. thank yeah. you i think we should reenact that actually i think we should make a sign that says nunia business we should hold it up to our faces and take an <gasps> actual picture to see how much alike they look that would be really fun let's do it i'm in all right so megan you want to send us out here yeah <laughs> as always <laughs> no really though as always please interact with us on twitter and facebook at nunia business um actually hearing from some of you has been the highlight of this kind of sad week so it really 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 a lot of really well-timed uh emails speaking of which really quickly we got an email from someone who wrote an incredible dissertation yes for watching my ajushi my mister she loves the show and the way she was talking about it made me feel like the way i felt about the reply 1988 Mm -hmm. show um so awesome awesome email i still don't think i can do it i was gonna say i started responding to her email so it's coming if you're listening but i kept getting sidetracked because i was like i am now convinced yeah you could have just said hey it's a really good show and i've been like oh okay and i would have watched it but your arguments in this email were so detailed and beautiful yes that i was like i'm absolutely gonna watch this and the best part is megan said you said like it's written so well she i love like passion. a film major she's so passionate i mean i'm still not gonna watch it but. although i will say the one thing that that has me wavering so i might actually try it is the cinematography has me really intrigued and the way you described IU's character made me feel like, okay, I gotta know this character. She sounds awesome. So the way that maybe she I said will. it's debatable on whether it's a love story or not, which is has so interesting. Intrigued. Yeah, because there's a huge age gap between Chef and IU. Yeah, and there, there was like some con- not controversy, but people kind of being like, I don't know how I feel about this. It cannot be worse than Jisung and Hiri. Yeah, that was a huge gap. In The Entertainer. Yeah. That was a huge age gap. You're right, because she's, she's seriously much old enough to be I, her father. I always forget how young she is. Yeah. Um. So maybe I will check it out. In a way, the cinematography kind of reminds me of Secret Love Affair, which is one of the most dramatic oh, yeah. shows I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. And, I, and c- I couldn't take my eyes off it because it was so beautiful. So thank you for sending that. I am... I might, I might, you might have convinced me. I, again, I hate feeling things <laughs> if I don't have to. And my mom says that it's got a lot of feelings... A lot of, lot of triggers Megan's, for me. Uh, Megan's full of feelings right now because of this BTS stuff. <sighs> yeah, I'm not starting it now. <laughs> I'm not watching TV right now. But anyway, so Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, email us, Megan at NuniaBusiness.com, Becca at NuniaBusiness.com. Uh, do we have anything else? No. Please leave right. an iTunes review. Yeah, review. Um, we are going to try to throw together a video really quick. Yes. With my beautiful drawing. I can't wait. You guys have to see this drawing. Why none of us got tickets. So check it out on YouTube. We do have a YouTube channel. It's just nuniabusiness.com. We post all of our podcasts there. They're really not videos. But it's just like a screen Here's a grab. question for you. Yeah. Not you. For you. Listener. Out there. Um, <laughs> would you guys watch videos if we did videos? Or is that like too much? I feel That's like we've talked question. a little bit about doing some of our games and stuff and making videos just as like another thing. But I don't know. Is that like even something anyone wants? 
I don't know. That's I a guess great question. I guess it wouldn't cost us anything to make it. Write us an email. Write, send us a message through Facebook. Or we'll do a Twitter poll. Also, if, if you if write us an email. If we're overkilling you right now with our voices and you're like, I don't need to see what's behind that microphone, I get it. Yeah. We could even do videos with bags over our heads or no videos at all. Masks. Ma- we should like do from masks. Like from Singularity. Like the new V video, yes. which has a shock. Oh, man. I keep watching it and I keep going like, I, this is over my head and I want to know everything and I can't. You know what else has me shook? Mm. That teaser photo of Jimin... And it's Calvin Klein's. I, oh, my social my media exploded gosh. with that photo. Becca, you were the first person to send it to me. And then literally, it's just like one after another in my feed. Everyone's like, what is happening? It's too much, Jimin. Also, you can see my friend at work pointed this out. RM is shown a little swatch of his underpants. <laughs> <laughs> See, she puts on the old man glasses and she starts using old man words like underpants. This is why I am the worst. This is how I am. I bet your teddy bear would say underpants too if he could talk. Well, that teddy bear didn't wear any pants at all, so he was a bit disgusting, that teddy bear. Um, There was one other thing I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Again, we're sad now, so if you do email us, please be... Tell us how, how much you love us and how great we are so that we can feel better about ourselves because we're really depressed. Don't tell me that would make me uncomfortable. Yeah, don't tell Just Becca. tell Megan. Everybody email Megan. And, and then I'll tell. She's amazing. And then Beck will be like, look, you're amazing. And I'll be like, no, you're amazing. I'll make her uncomfortable for everyone. <laughs> she's been really good at that this week where she's like, Becca, you did everything you could. You tried so okay, hard. That's, Stop beating yourself I re-listened up. to our letters too because I was like, okay, it's time. I got to do it. And that whole thing where I'm like, oh, no, now I'm just sad because of how hard you're taking it and you're shouldering all the burden it is what happened. <laughs> Megan's the greatest. All right. No. You know who else is you the greatest? You can't just slip that in. <laughs> you guys are. So thank you for listening. If you want to leave an iTunes review, that would be much appreciated. Um, yes, please. I think you can leave comments on Podbean. There's we, like a review section. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. we've got a couple followers. I don't really understand how that works. We have eight followers. We do have eight followers on Podbean. Hi, guys. We are one of them. We know your weird screen names. How come nobody says like their real name on Podbean? Do they give you a randomly assigned name? It's always like FF08JK. Oh, I don't know. Maybe they're bots. Maybe you're all ticket buying bots. <gasps> um, they're on to us. And then also, yeah, like I said, YouTube. So we're going to post this video of YouTube of us explaining on this beautiful chalkboard here why nobody could get BTS tickets. If you feel like following us on YouTube, that would be great. You can just hit subscribe. If not, no hard feelings. There's a million great things out there. Go follow Big Hit. Go follow BTS. Go follow Winner. They got all kinds of stuff. They're coming out with stuff left and right. So thank you again. And whether it's your first episode or your... 18th episode. <gasps> wow. We're legal now. We're legal. <laughs> we can vote. <laughs> we appreciate you joining us. So have a great day.